Hi, welcome to the Project of You. I'm Adzita, your counselor, psychotherapist, and behavioral therapist. And I'm none of those things. <laughs> I'm Nusha. I'm a person just like you, going through life and figuring it out a day at a time. Some of those days are easy, and others can be painful, mm. damaging, mm -hmm. even traumatic. Mm -hmm. And we all need a little guidance during those times. I'm just lucky enough to be able to turn to my mother, who is an Amazon bestseller of Breaking Free, a global speaker and an expert in personal development, which is why we created this platform to give everyone access to that guidance. Oh, thanks, Nisha. <laughs> um, so if your mother isn't a therapist, don't worry. <laughs> For the next 30 minutes or so, I'm here to help you answer some of the important questions you have around one of life's most painful, most difficult, and in fact, most real experiences, trauma. Hmm. And let me just say this first, that some trauma is too big and is too intense for you to unpack on your own. Sometimes it does require professional help, from a psychotherapist. There are methods for helping people with trauma like cognitive behavioral therapy, DBT, um, dialectic behavioral therapy, acceptance commitment therapy, and there are so many other different ways, different options out there to, to help you. So please reach out on our website for a session or to your support network for help and guidance. So Let's start at the start. What is trauma? Okay. Trauma is any distressing, disturbing, or damaging experience that has a lasting effect on an individual's. So not everything bad that happens to you is trauma. Mm. Only when it stays with you when it impacts your life long term and it's actually in that point is restructuring your brain. Wow. This is when we label it as trauma. So can it be anything? Absolutely, absolutely. Something simple for you might be deeply traumatic for another person. Hmm. So first and foremost, we don't and we cannot judge others or ourselves for our trauma. We can't undermine it by saying, oh, that's nothing. Okay, that's nothing for you, but it, it, it can be everything for someone else. Yeah. So we also can expect that everyone will understand our trauma. We have to be responsible for our wounds, and it's not enough to just acknowledge that that you have been wounded. Yeah. You must heal that wound. And that's your responsibility. You owe it to yourself. And to the people in your life and to your loved one and to yourself to mm. actually heal. Okay, so million dollar question. How do you heal from trauma? Well, I have a good news 
and a bad news. Okay. Which one do you want to hear first? Um, bad news first, obviously. <laughs> Why, obviously? <laughs> well, I don't know. Bad news is the shot and good news is the chaser. I feel like that just makes sense. <laughs> You're just so young. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so bad news first. You never fully get rid of your trauma. Mm. This is the bad news. You will, in some capacity, carrying it with you forever. This is what called baggage. You heard at that time? Yeah. When people okay. have baggages. Wow. Okay. So okay, right. What's the what's the good news? Okay. The good news is you can always find a place to stop and unpack your baggage. So I did it in my pilgrimage a couple of years ago. A where, pilgrimage? Yes. Yeah. A pilgrimage. A couple of years ago where I walked from France to Spain. It was my first time ever experiencing something like this. I, I walked 800 kilometers <laughs> oh my God. in areas where there is not even sometimes a road. Yeah, it was super rural. No reception, no people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to use that metaphor to explain to you what is trauma and what is unpacking. Okay. I went to, at the the beginning when I decided I'm going to do this trip, I went to the Kathmandu, like everyone else. I went to the store and got all the supplies that I thought I needed. Yeah. A big book of the map of the Camino, waterproof clothes, windproof clothes, multivitamins, three pairs of shoes, hiking sticks, cups, cutleries. And I filled this bag with everything I could possibly need for for this big journey. Yeah, because there's not going to be like a Kmart that you can stop at in the middle of a muddy track in a yeah. village somewhere. <laughs> yes, yes. That was quite a worry. Yeah. Just yeah. thinking, oh my God, there's no Kmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I was thinking, how am I going to carry this huge, heavy bag? I also followed the routine. You know, they says the bag should be... Um, seven kilogram and all of that so it was all and it's like the distance is one thing but the weight is is huge and and you need that stuff exactly yes and as i begin the pilgrim pilgrimage i start noticing something very strange Mm -hmm. along the path at little checkpoints i would find say a pair of shoes or a pair of sunglasses or mm. a jacket. Just, was or it just laying there? Just laying there. You know, at the beginning I thought, oh, some people left that. Some people like memories or something. It. Yeah. Or, or they just forget it. You know, yeah. they sit down for a rest and then they forget the jacket there. Mm. It seems like it's just laying there. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out what's going on. But then it clicked for me. Um, one day, which it was a very hot day, I was so exhausted from carrying this heavy bag. And I said, okay, well, I can't do this anymore. So I stopped on the side of the path and took my backpack off my shoulder. And I was so determined to just go through it to see what's in there yeah. that I can leave behind and I emptied everything I had in my backpack on that grass area Mm. you won't believe this but really properly 
for the first time, yeah, I looked at what I was carrying. Wow. Yeah. Even though until that time, few times, you know, I pack my backpack, I unpack my yeah, backpack. Yeah, and it all felt necessary at the yes. time. But yeah. this time, really, I checked it out to see what am I carrying. And you need some of that stuff. It serves a function, you know. It's a big journey. You can't do it with no baggage. So how do you choose what to leave behind? What if you get rid of something and then down the track you need it? Mm. So here's a very good question. Okay, I pick up my my book that was my guide for the Camino, for yeah. example, it has the history of the pilgrimage. It has a map, places to go, things to see and yeah. do. I open this book and I rip out only the pages that I needed. Wow. So the rest of it, yeah, I left beside the road. Yeah. So instead of this heavy heavy thing I was carrying, now it's just the important part of that book. Yeah. The part that serves me. And it's not that the book itself was too heavy to carry. It's just a book on its own. I can carry it, no problem. Yeah. But how long are you carrying it? Mm. And with how many other things you're carrying it? Yeah. It all adds up. This is trauma. And it will exhaust you until you feel like you can't do this journey anymore. I love this story because it's so comforting to me. And you wrote it in your book. I, mm -hmm. I feel like when we talk about baggage, often it's this idea that you're meant to somehow not have any baggage. And that having baggage is bad and it's a red flag. And, and you feel some shame about it. Yeah, look, this is, this is wrong. This yeah. is basically impossible. You are going on a journey. That is what life is. The biggest, most amazing, most scary, long, unpredictable journey. It's not possible or even it's not smart to have no bag. Yeah, you're, you're not going to make it very far. You need some supplies. Yes, and we're referring to bags and baggages, obviously, as experiences. And yeah, all, everything that you take with you. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Think of your baggage as your luggage for your journey. Mm. You have to carry it. It's valuable. It serves purpose for you. But it doesn't have to be heavy. If you take only the necessity... Yeah, things you use, things that serves you and help you, then your bags becomes much lighter. Yeah, your your baggage should be aiding you in your journey, not dragging you down and tiring you out until you can't continue anymore. Yes, and I I love the metaphor of the book. To me, that's trauma in a nutshell. It's mm -hmm. this heavy thing you carry, but hidden inside there is this very precious very helpful knowledge mm -hmm. that can serve you yes. so much on your journey and you can break it down tear it apart you can leave behind the parts you don't need and just take what it taught you exactly mm. you are very right and by doing that by letting go of the unnecessary things i open myself up to new things wow that book had a very black and white narrative of 
my journey. Yeah. You know, it says walk here, stop here, do this, go there. Hmm. When I, basically that book was, you know, living someone else's experience. Yeah. By letting go, when I, when I left that book mm. aside, I allowed new experiences, new adventures, uh, things that weren't ever written in the book. Wow. You know, my walk become my walk. Yeah. So much more fun. And I was more present. I was more connected. And this is what trauma does to us sometimes. It becomes a narrative that we feel forced to live by. Hmm. It could be sometimes even someone else's story that we are living. Yeah, exactly. When you take out the parts of that experience that serves you and you let go of the rest, you get actually a chance to rewrite that narrative. Wow. I love that. Yeah. 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 So how do we do this? Hmm. It's not easy as, obviously, as ripping the pages from a book. Yeah. You know, unpacking your trauma can take a little more effort and a little more support. But let's, let's try exercise that okay. I do with my clients. All right. Okay. Now, if you listen to the episode one, that this is to our listeners, if you have listened to the episode one, you learn how to set boundaries with three easy steps. So, Nusha, I'm yes. going to test you. <laughs> yes. What is the very first step we talked about? Um, the first step is creating a foundation of self-love, self-acceptance, and self-respect. Wow. Well yes, done. Good. Well yes. done. Correct. A good teacher. Why do we do this? Because this is your campus. You need it to make sure you are on the correct path. Mm. Leaving behind my guidebook was a little bit scary, you know? Yeah. Even though everything I was carrying in my bag was heavy, the weight was also comfort, con, con, comforting me. Yeah, it is comforting. That's That's such a weird part of trauma. Like, you've carried it for so long. It's actually a part of you and hard to leave behind. Hmm. And also serves, you know, there's a second agenda behind carrying those traumas and yeah. carrying those baggages. Yeah. We just feel comfortable. This has become part of our life and become part of our identity. Yeah. And it would take a lot of trust in yourself to be able to, to do that, to be able to leave that guidebook behind. Yes. yes. It took a tremendous amount, amount of trust in myself to do this. And... Do it confidently. Yeah. How did I develop that trust? Well, I didn't have it when I was at that Kedmandu store. Yeah. So how did it develop? Well, I was on an 800 kilometers pilgrimage by myself in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So you were, you were out of your comfort zone. Yes. We all live very comfortable lives in our usual day today. Yeah, I, most things are automated. I don't even have to use my brain 80% mm -hmm. of the time. And now we have AI, AI. so <laughs> literally nearly everything is just done for us and super accessible. And what happened when we when we don't use a muscle? 
you know, it, what happened? Uh, it, it atrophies, it shrinks. It shrinks. Yeah, it becomes exactly. weaker. So let's strengthen this muscle. How do we make our muscle bigger? We push our limit. Muscles react to pressure, to difficulty. We can't sit there on a comfortable couch and expect to become stronger. Yeah. Yeah. This is what happened to me on that walk. Yeah. By going on that walk, by stepping outside of my comfort zone, I was in an environment where self-trust become necessary. And it grew very quickly. I had to do that. I'm actually about to do another hike, which is 850 kilometers um, in France. And why I'm doing this again, because even I have been too comfortable recently yeah. and I want to grow. It's crazy because this is so true. Like I, I use the calculator app for mm-hmm. basic multiplication now, like stuff I could do in my head in primary school. Now I'm like, mm, let me check on the calculator. Like I really lack that trust in yourself. Yeah. That, yeah. That's it. It's trust. I was... Like, I was meeting you for a coffee in the city today Mm. at a bookstore that I am very familiar with. Mm -hmm. I know it's on the main street in Mm. the main part of the city. I know how to get to the city from my apartment, and I've lived in the city my whole adult life. But I still opened the map on my phone Mm -hmm. to double-check if I was right. That's how little trust I have in my own ability. Yes, yes. So here's the exercise that I do with my clients. Yeah. I'm going to ask you for the next seven days. Okay. Yeah. I want you to start relying more on yourself. Okay. Next time you have to go somewhere, have a look at a map before you leave. And then don't check it again. Just use your instinct to go there oh god this is the worst for me i'm literally directionally challenged i get so lost so easily and this is a story you keep telling yourself yeah but we we are here to change the story Mm. and you know what it's okay if you if you get lost you you might get lost sometimes yeah so what happened you're not gonna die from getting a little lost you're not in the middle of a bush yeah it's in the you're in the city what will happen during this week is the first couple of times maybe you get a little lost yeah you are cooking without a recipe and maybe it doesn't work out exactly right this is where our self-love comes in it's Mm. okay to make a mistake you have to have the strength the love the toughness to dust yourself up and just say, okay, let's try that again. Yeah. Yeah. What will happen is little by little, you're creating more trust in yourself. Younger listeners won't remember this, but we used to have to use a big map when we were driving. Oh my God. I remember this. The direction, the directory thing. God, yes. that was the worst. Yes. We had to. Um, open the book, find where we're going, and then just driving and use our memory and instinct. And actually, I got less, I got lost less <laughs> back then <laughs> than I'm using the Google Maps now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to try this because 
Honestly, I'm, I'm tired of feeling so dependent on my phone and my this and my that. I feel like half the time I see something that I want to do or mm. achieve and I'm like, I'm not going to make that. There's no way I can do that. So I don't even try. Yeah. And, and this is very familiar feeling for many, many people. Part of it is that we are comparing our lives to social media. Yeah. And another part is that we have such a little trust in ourselves that we doubt ourselves. Yeah. This is why we hold so tightly to everything, even if that's our trauma. Yeah, we even hold if it's hurtful. tight to yeah. it because we are so scared to let go. When I went on my walk for the first week, every single day I was thinking, I can't do this. This is impossible. I'm not going to make it. I'm not able. Mm. And then that turned into, okay, I'm just going to do one more day. I will just do one more day and then I will find an airport. I will change my tickets. Yeah. And I'm going to go back. Yeah. But I was giving myself a chance to push. Actually do it. A little bit more. What was unique about my situation was that I decided that there is no turning back. Yeah. There was no giving up. I had to finish. Mm. And that was a very good thing because I was pushed out of my comfort zone and I realized actually I can do this. What a confidence boost that must be. Exactly. So in that trip, I changed my story from I cannot to, to I can. To I can. Mm. And now I know what I'm capable of. There's nothing I can't do. And this is what will happen for you in the next seven days. Mm. When you turn towards self-efficacy, when you rely on you, your own brain, your own ability, your own problem solving. Yes, there's going to be times where you make a mistake, but bit by bit, you get better. Suddenly, you have new skills. Mm. What happens now is you have a new confidence in yourself. You trust yourself more. And now, when you make a decision, when you say, okay, it's time to unpack my baggage, you can actually stick by yourself and back yourself and trust yourself to do this. And I think this is where alone time really can accelerate this. I had this really crazy realization recently. So I'm not the most physically strong person, okay? But mm. when I'm at home by myself and I need to open a jar, it takes mm-hmm. a little elbow grease, but I can do it. I make it work. Yeah. If I need to move something or carry the grocery bags or whatever it is, I do it because I have to. There's no one there that can do it for me. Now, when my boyfriend is around, that same jar, for some reason, becomes literally impossible for me to open. Like, I can't get this lid to budge. (laughs) And within seconds, my boyfriend is there. He grabs the jar and he opens it for me. And it's so nice to have him there. But those times where I'm alone, I actually get to see how strong I really am. I love this example. And this is very true. That support is very beautiful and very comforting. Yeah, comfort zone. Yeah, comfort zone. That's it. Yes, yes, exactly. If you really want to get out of your comfort zone, 
try spending a little bit more time alone. You want to go see a movie and, and you know, no one wants to come with you. Yeah. Most of us just want to go and, and see the movie. Why? Why do we do this? Mm. What's stopping you from taking yourself out or go for a walk by yourself? Go to the beach by yourself. Spend more time where you are in the position to rely on yourself. And this is the secret to creating a very powerful trust in your instinct and your ability. This is for people that are experiencing trauma. You're listening to this podcast. You came a long way. Yeah. You must trust yourself that you can do it. Up until today, you could. And from now on, moving forward, but getting support, getting help, building trust in yourself, you can go furthermore. Wow. I'm so excited to try this. And for the listeners to try this, you wouldn't ever think that one of the keys to unpacking your trauma and your baggage is self-trust. Absolutely, yes. It's one of the secrets to having a successful and happy and harmonious life. Well, if you do try the trust challenge this week make sure you reach out to us on instagram and let us know at the project of you or on our website yes uh www and let us know how you go what you learned we'd love to hear from you and be sure to tell us any requests you have for our next episode and if you are listening to this and you feel like yes this is me and you have some bigger, harder, more painful trauma that you are ready to heal from and transform, please make a booking on our website with me. You not, you do not have to do this on your own. Yeah, and you can get a free 15-minute consultation, and I really recommend seeing someone and speaking with someone professionally when it comes to this because it is so incredible and effective and it changes your life so please subscribe to hear more thanks Thanks for for listening. listening